Welcome to the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast, the place where ambition, drive, and entrepreneurship all meet. This podcast is your go-to for all things business, growth, and expansion. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a multiple six-figure business owner, a brain rewiring certified coach, a 70 high energy healer, and all-around business growth obsessed individual. I've been in the space since 2019. I believe that strategy and energetics go hand in hand. You'll find tons of both on the show. For a long time, being ambitious has had a negative connotation, but I'm here to take that word back and help you grow your business without doing the most. You can find me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea or online at expandwithchelsea.com. If you're ready to grow, I'm ready to go. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. We are doing a listener Q&A, including some questions about my nighttime routine. If I couldn't be a coach anymore, what would I do? And I'm going to be talking about staying grounded during a launch, specifically the cart close phase, and some other really exciting stuff. So I'm pumped to dive into these listener questions. I did a call out on Instagram stories. So if you're not following me already on Instagram, really, I share some good stuff over there. I mean, if we're talking good as in like I cried on my Instagram stories this week, I definitely did. Man, there's this reel that I was listening to and it was just like, it hit me so deep and I was just like, bawling from it. And I was like, you know what? This is why I don't create content in batches because I record one reel and then I start crying and that's the rest of my day. Um, No, I did do some other stuff after that, but it's just like, I really care about the stuff that I put out. And I think a lot of the times with batching content, you have to take this kind of like removed, like I just, I want to be connected to the things that I'm putting out and batching, I think a lot of the times doesn't allow me to do that. So we're working on it, right? Like we're finding a way to be efficient with the things that I'm putting out while also trying to stay authentic to who I am and the things that I want to put out into the world. So before we dive into today's listener questions, just two updates for you. So Next Level Business is open for enrollment. I'm so fucking excited because we have nine incredible business owners inside of this already as of the day that I'm recording. This number could be higher depending on when you're listening. Next Level Business is my 10-week program to help you organize the back end of your business to get fully automated because I think a lot of the times what ends up happening is tasks like writing copy for the homepage of your website and the sales funnels emails that you do need for your freebie to help convert potential clients into actual leads gets put on the way end of your to-do list. And it actually gets put so far down that it often never ends up getting done. So inside Next Level Business, I'm going to be giving you templates, handouts. I'm going to be helping you with all of these things so that you can finally get organized inside your business because these are things that you need in place in order to start bringing in income that doesn't require you being forward-facing in your business, that doesn't require you actively marketing inside your business. I know a lot of business owners, this is something that they really want for themselves is to start having the freedom to make sales when they're sleeping or to travel more or take an actual vacation and not have to be marketing all the time. This is how you do it. You have to set yourself up. You have to have a website. You have to have a freebie. You have to have 
you know, self-paced offers and that we'll work on all of that inside Next Level Business. Don't worry. We've got 10 weeks together. We have group calls every single week. We have Slack support in between. We've got some really kick-ass bonuses. I've announced two of them so far. The first bonus is a training all about warming up your audience so that when you open your cart or you open doors for enrollment, you can sell out more spots. I mean, I feel like I am proof of this with the launch of Next Level Business. I might have given myself the title of launch queen, but I actually think that's really fitting because I was able to sell out eight spots within 72 hours of doors opening for Next Level Business. And I'm really, really proud of that. So I wanna teach you how to do things like that as well. This bonus is called Sold Out and it is only available to those inside of Next Level Business. I want you to get your hands on this training. It is gonna be super, super fucking good. The second bonus is a half-day intensive all about healing and repairing your relationship with money. I mean, okay, we can work on all of the tangibles, all of the strategy, but if we have a terrible relationship with money, it's not going to go anywhere, right? Like, if you actually truly at the end of the day don't believe that you're worth it, it's going to be really hard to call in and to hold on to large sums of money. I have done so much work in the last couple of months repairing my relationship with money, and I have seen myself quantum leap inside that and I want to help you do the same. Money is such an important part of this equation. You cannot be a successful business owner without addressing your relationship with money. So this is something that I'm so pumped to dive into with you. This is going to be occurring during Next Level Business. It will likely be on either a Saturday or a Sunday. All the details will be sent to you after you join Next Level Business and it's going to be really good. We're going to be working on releasing specifically the guilt and shame around making money, having money, feeling like you don't know what to do with money, feeling like you're not good with money. All of that's got to go because those low vibration frequencies are actually keeping you from making more money. So those are the bonuses. I'm super excited. I've still got one bonus left to announce. That's going to be like the biggest bonus yet. I wouldn't wait too much longer on joining this program. We have our first bonus call happening on October 30th. If you want to come and check it out, no strings attached, and just see who's there, feel out the vibe, see if you want to join, let me know. Send an email to hello at expandwithchelsea.com. You can see if this is the correct container for you, see if it's a good fit fit and we will go from there. We officially start though on November 6th. This is the last way that you can actually work with me this year. I know it feels really, it actually feels crazy to say that, but for Black Friday, this is just like a little spoiler. I'm going to be doing a really cool sale on intensives. I'm not going to have too many spots through the end of the year. These intensives will mostly be scheduled for January, February. So if you're wanting support in your business from me, Next Level Business is the way to do it. it. That is the way to go. I am so, so, so excited about this program. Truly, it's everything that I have wanted. I have so many people telling me how excited they are for us to get started, and me too, me too. All right, second update is the energy healing circle that I am hosting on 11-11. So big portal day, we've got November 11th. I am going to be hosting an energy healing circle for a lower price point actually than I have ever hosted an energy healing circle for before because there is just a lot happening in the world right now. And 
you know, I think this this is actually super important to be able to have this be accessible and to really support people right now. And this is going to actually be $22. So most of the time, my energy healing circles are $77, $88. I've done some for like $99. So this is at a fraction of that price point. It's going to be on Saturday, November 11th at 9 a.m. PST. It'll be about 75 minutes if you are feeling extra emotionally heavy right now, you feel like you have a lot of stuck and stagnant energy, you feel like maybe you're having a hard time sleeping, maybe you are just feeling really down, I would love for you to come to this energy healing circle. I think it's going to be really expansive for you. You're going to leave feeling a lot lighter and honestly probably just a lot more positive as well. You also get to connect with people who are similar to you. I know it's really hard to make friends in this day and age, but coming to events like this where you can actually be around people that are more spiritual and they're very open about it. And I think it's just really important to remind ourselves that we are not alone, that there is community out there and there are people that are exactly like you. So I'll leave details for both Next Level Business and the 1111 High Circle in the show notes. I hope to see you inside one or both of those containers. And let's dive into the questions for today. So this question was from Kate. I love this because I was like, oh shit, I actually have to think about this. Um, Her question was, if I couldn't be a business coach or a healer anymore, what would I be? Oh my God, what a a great question. I mean, I always say, I'm like, I'm not one foot in, I'm not one foot out. Like, that's just not my style. When I quit the grocery store back in 2019, I was like, yeah, I don't have a backup plan. I still don't have a backup plan. And when I was sitting down to think about this question, I was like, honestly, the only other thing that I'd want to do would be real estate. Like, I think I'd kill it at real estate. I I know I can sell some shit, right? So I think actually that'd be really fun is doing almost like luxury real estate. Um, I do actually have quite a bit of experience too with remodeling. So doing like tiling, flooring. Um, I have quite a bit of experience with like drywall. So I feel like doing like flipping homes would be really cool. Um, I feel like I could do that in conjunction though, like with coaching and, you know, That could be something down the road, like where maybe I do like 30%, 70% and kind of like split my time between that. But I really loved this question because I had to sit down and think about like, okay, so like this isn't a backup plan, but like what else are you actually interested in? And it's funny because like with rock climbing, I, you know, I was a climbing coach for two years and then I was like, yeah, this isn't it. But also I had tried being in the industry for about like seven years prior to that in different roles, like working at different climbing gyms in different positions. And I think for me, my hobbies just like can't also be my work. It's just too much. It feels like too much pressure. It's, I just need to like branch out and I need to have other things that I'm able to do. So, you know, thinking about like with real estate, like that's definitely not a hobby for me, but I could see myself getting really into that. And, you know, I am very like, I'm a very competitive person. I am a Scorpio rising through and and through and like it's Scorpio season. So like I am thriving right now, but even though there's a lot of eclipses, I know everybody's like, wow, like things like (laughs) astrologically don't do anything right now. And I'm like, yeah, actually like this is my season. (laughs) I'm like, this is like when I like do my best work is like right in the middle of all the eclipses and everything. But I think that, 
you know, just being like as competitive and ambitious as I am, I think I could do really well at real estate. So I think that that would be, I think that's my answer is I would get into real estate, whether that is remodeling or selling or that's probably it. Those are, you know, those are kind of like the only two options that I feel like I would entertain. I have a couple of friends that do, I can't remember what it's called, but like they they do like property assessments or they like go in and, oh, it's inspections. They do inspections. And I'm like, wow, that sounds like a lot of paperwork and like a lot of time spent training to do that job. And for me, I think I just need to like dive in and do the thing and like really get a lot of that like hands-on experience. So great question, Kate. Thank you for asking me that. I don't think I've ever been asked that before or anything in like upper level management would be great. Like the, you know, this is just such a hard question, right? Cause it's like, you really can't go from working for yourself to like working for anybody else. So I'm like, I'd have to own another business. Like I would honestly, I'd have to be like the CEO of a marketing company <laughs> or something like an agency. I just, I don't, I'd have to be freelance. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't go back to like working for somebody else. I just, I think it'd be terrible on both sides. If you're looking for an all-in-one platform solution, look no further, Kajabi is here. I know I've talked about Kajabi on the podcast before, but truly I am so obsessed. They actually just added the afterpay feature to checkout. So now you can have the ability to offer afterpay for your clients. So people can actually essentially put themselves on a payment plan. And this has been shown to increase sales significantly when they offered this as a beta testing for different Kajabi customers. So I'm really excited to now have that as an option and I host everything on Kajabi. No longer do I have a separate platform for email, for podcasting, for my courses. Holy shit, it was like just the mental load of having things in multiple different places. No way. I mean, also like having my website on a different, I had four different platforms that I was toggling between and then you're trying to set up automations and integrations for all of them to connect and talk to each other. No, thank you. I actually want to conserve my energy and use it for being the visionary inside my business instead of hopping back and forth between all of these. And I mean, honestly, this just feels very like cog in the wheel type of energy versus having everything flow really smoothly. So if you, I know you've heard about Kajabi and if you're curious about it, you've been thinking about it, like, should I do it? Should I not do it? They've got three different levels that you can choose from. They have an entry level, a mid level, and then a high level. I'm actually on the mid level. I don't yet have a need for the highest level. I started out with the entry level and then moved to the mid level when I actually decided that I wanted to create more products and courses and it actually comes out to be cheaper per month than all of those platforms, those four platforms that I was using separately. So not only does it save me time, it also saves me money and I get everything all in one place. If you want to try out Kajabi for yourself, I actually have a free trial that you can use. You'll get a 14 day free trial using my link. I'll pop it in the show notes. After 14 days, you can decide if you want to continue using it. I do always see that there's a bit of a learning curve when coming onto a new platform. So you can use those 14 days to figure out, okay, this is how to work the email editor. This is how to add courses, which by the way, super easy for both of them, but it just takes like a, a little bit of clicking around for you to then know how to do it for yourself and make it super efficient going forward. So again, 14 day free trial with Kajabi, the number one, number one course platform 
for creators. I'll leave that link in the show notes. If you have any questions about Kajabi, feel free to email me, hello at expandwithchelsea.com. I know that this is a big move for a lot of business owners to finally get everything on one platform. I couldn't recommend it enough. I couldn't be happier as a customer. They have stellar customer service. Anytime you need something, all you have to do is use the chat box. So, you know, maybe you're the type of person that's a night owl and you're working on your course at 2 a.m. and you're like, oh shit, how do I connect this via an automation? All you have to do is use the chat feature and they'll help you. They'll send you an article or they will manually go in and do it themselves, which is one of the really great things about Kajabi is they actually have access to the back end of your business so they can help see what's going on. If you're looking to level up inside your business, I could not recommend making the switch to Kajabi more. Next question from Bri. We have, this is so funny. I'm nosy as fuck about your work life schedule setup. How do you prep for your week and day? I know we've talked about this a bit, but any more details that I'd be willing to share? Okay, so this is really a funny question because I'm not a super, you know, we could go both ways. Like some people might look at me and be like, wow, she's so regimented. And then other people might look at me and be like, you are chaos embodied. And I really just do, you know, I've really found my flow and what works for me inside of my work week. So kind of like the only things that are really constant is I see clients Monday mornings and I see clients most of the day on Wednesdays. So other than that, like I I can't really have any other things happening on those days, you know, whether that is creating content or getting on Instagram stories, like all of that really feels like a bonus. Um, I put all of my time, attention, and focus on Monday mornings and on Wednesdays onto my clients because, I mean, that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to serve clients and I'm, I'm here to help people grow their businesses. I'm here to help people with their energy healing sessions and you know, really like embodying a lot of that growth. So that's my main focus on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then Tuesday, Thursday, this has been really, you know, kind of different because it it has been fall here and it is climbing season. And this is something that is just really important to me as a human being is being outside and climbing and, you know, not just saying like, yeah, I'm only going to go out for like two hours. Like I want to go out all day. Like if I want to leave the house at 9 a.m. and come back at 5 p.m., like I need that to be okay. That is a huge reason and why I started my business in the first place is to have more time freedom. So lately that is kind of what I've been doing is doing a climbing session on Tuesday, Thursday and using Friday as more of like a catch up day. So like either creating content, I have been getting a little bit more into batching lately, not necessarily Instagram content and reels kind of like I mentioned at the beginning of this, but more in terms of like writing emails and writing a lot of content that has been really helpful for this current launch that I'm in for next level business and could not recommend doing stuff like that enough. I mean, holy shit, there are just those days where you're like, yeah, no, my brain isn't forming words and I'm supposed to talk about my offer. So having stuff prepared ahead of time, like total lifesaver. I hate it when I'm doing it and I love it when I have it on the other end. It is exactly like meal prep. Don't love doing it. Don't love going through the process. But then when I'm eating stuff and I don't have to like, you know, take a break in the middle of my day at noon and like actually sit down and prepare food. I'm like, wow, this is so great to already have this made. So it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you got to sacrifice a little bit now in the moment for the, for your future self and for like those longer term gains. So, I mean, I'll talk about my day. (laughs) It's funny because it's like, I've just, I've found myself actually being a lot less regimented lately. Um, I lived a lot of my life very, very regimented. Um, I mean, I could talk about some of the things too, like even 
even lately, like I have been, I stopped running, which is like a really fucking big deal for me. I have been running for the last, I don't know, five, six years, like a couple times a week. Honestly, I don't like it. And that's like one of the main reasons that I stopped. And we can put this in as like a, a trigger warning about uh, weight and exercise and over-exercising. So I'll give you like five seconds to like skip ahead 30 seconds. But with this, like I stopped running and honestly, am I, I feel so much better. I was like, wow, I was literally just like forcing myself to do this thing that I didn't like because I was afraid of what would happen if I stopped running. And you know what? I stopped running and nothing's happened. I look exactly the same. The only, the only thing is that like, I feel better now and I have been stretching. Um, I think we're on day like 120. Like I've done, I've done it like every day since July. Uh, I can't do math on the spot, but it has been a lot of days I have been very, very regimented around that. Um, not necessarily like the time of day, just making sure that I do it at least once a day, whether it is five minutes. Generally, it's usually longer. It's around 15 to 20 minutes. And that can be in the morning. Usually it's at night though. And I'll talk about that when I get into my PM routine, which has actually been a lot more regimented than my morning routine lately. But usually what I end up doing is, and you know, whether judge me for it, don't judge me for it. It's fine. I end up waking up and then I play connections on my phone, the connections game in the New York Times app, and then I play Wordle, and then I drink coffee, and then I eat breakfast. I listen to a course that I have purchased while I make breakfast and get ready, and then whether it's a day that I have client calls or it's a day that I'm going climbing, then I kind of like move on with those type of things. And what it actually ends up looking like is kind of like similar Monday, Wednesday look very similar I do my client things. Usually I'm wrapping up by like 6 p.m. Usually with climbing to even on Tuesday, Thursday, I'm wrapping up by 6 p.m. And then when I make dinner, I like to watch Netflix. So that's when I am, and especially on Fridays, because we've got new episodes of The Great British Baking Show, which has been on, which has been absolutely wonderful. Finished up Love is Blind. That was a kind of disappointing season overall, if you want to talk about it come message me on Instagram. I'd love to love to discuss Love is Blind and how sad this season was, especially compared to last season, which had so much action. But I watch Netflix while I cook dinner and then I try to wrap things up after that. And then I have had a lot more robust PM routine. So we'll just get into that question. That one is from Ducky. She asks, what is my evening routine? So this is where, I don't know, it has just like felt a lot better lately to just do what I want to do in the mornings and have the evenings be more of like a wind down thing to signal to my brain like, hey, it is time to like start thinking about, you know, producing melatonin and like going to bed now and shutting down and winding down because otherwise I think it's really easy for me to get caught up in working and being on screens and that has been, it. I mean, it just really disrupts my sleep. I know that the times that I don't sleep well, it's because I've been on my phone or my computer, I've been watching something on my iPad too late into the night. So lately my night routine is 8 p.m. Screens go off and then I take a bath, which has been really wonderful. I am such a bath person. I love baths. I know a lot of people might not enjoy baths, but like for me, it is just like, ah, we are here. We have arrived. I generally read my book in the bathtub and 
you know, sometimes depending on how hot the bath is, sometimes I, I fuck up and it's like way too hot and you're sweating and then you're trying to read and you're like, eh, I'm just really uncomfortable actually. So sometimes it's like 10 minutes. A lot of the times it's like 30 to 40 minutes. So I read my book in there. I've been reading the Crescent City series. So good. So good. Absolute must for fantasy readers. This is a Sarah J. Moss book. I've just, I can't get enough of her lately. Truly. Like she's one of the best fantasy series writers and the Crescent City series is is no exception. It is so amazing. I'm super hooked. I didn't think I was going to because it is contemporary fantasy, but I absolutely love it. Could not recommend more. And I've been reading and then what I'll do is I'll stretch after that when I'm like nice and warm and loose from the tub. And then after that, generally I lay in bed and I read some more. So there's about like an hour, hour and a half there where I'm not on screens and I am just reading. And I really love my nighttime routine. Like that for me is just like, I'm so proud of myself for doing that because it's, you know, there's a lot of things, a lot of ways that we can spend our time. But for me, reading is really important and having that wind down time and then making sure too that I am consistent with my stretching and with my mobility has been really great. I'm not going to say I like feel like the most flexible person ever, but it does make me feel like I'm taking care of myself. So that's a little bit about my work-life schedule. I know it's not like super sexy, but I do work out five to six days a week. Wednesdays are generally my rest days because those are my heaviest client days. And for me, it's just easier if I don't try to like think about or worry about squeezing a workout in on those days. I still do stretch and I still do mobility. Again, that goes into like the PM routine that I've been doing. But for the most part, like this has been working really, really well for me. And usually I record podcast episodes on Mondays and you know, this might not work for everybody, but I really leave like a lot of my content and writing to the days that I feel more excited about it. Like it's really hard to write when you don't feel like it. I do force myself to sometimes because I do think it's important for us to just be in the habit of it. But for the most part, I allow myself to feel inspired and just go with it. Like if I, you know, this is why I want, I have such a spacious schedule is because like yesterday, for example, I got psyched and then I ended up writing three emails. I wrote two Instagram post captions and I was like, cool. I feel really good about that, but that's because I have the space in my schedule, right? Like a lot of the times we can't really go with the flow as much as we want to because we have things way too back to back. So for me, it is really important to have a lot of that spaciousness and to not have every single second of my day packed because if that ends up happening, then I feel like my creativity suffers from it. So that's a little bit about my week. I know it's not like the sexiest thing ever, but I have been trying to meal prep on the weekends where I go grocery shopping on Saturday and then do the meal prep on Sunday because otherwise if I don't, I posted on Instagram stories this week. I was like, yep, this is what happens when I don't meal prep. I had like scrambled eggs and frozen peas. And I was like, that's really sad. I could be eating anything else. Um, but that's what happens, you know, like when I don't prioritize things like that. And it's just a good reminder that, hey, if you want to take care of yourself, it does take a little bit more prioritization and foresight. And you actually have to have to do the thing. All right. Next question from Kelsey. Okay. Love this question. Can I share more about my hot take on business and politics, especially as a service-based provider? All right. So I really do think that 
business is political. And, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult depending on the type of entrepreneur you are or the type of business that you own. But for me, I am, this is, this is me personally. This is the stance that I take. So I work with human beings from all backgrounds, right? And I want to make people know that they are safe working with me if they are from a discriminated against group, right? So if they are from a group, let's say, for example, like the LGBTQIA plus community, or, you know, this could also look like people of color. This could look like those that are black, like any of these underrepresented communities. I want you to know that you are safe working with me. And for me, what that means is I have a responsibility then, especially as a person that holds so much privilege. I mean, I'm white. I have a lot of privilege with that. It it means that I have the responsibility to speak out against things that are actively harming the groups of people that I want to work with. So for me, it just comes back to being a human being, right? And having people, you know, like if you're not able to advocate for yourself, like it's our responsibility to do it if we hold more privilege. And that is something that I really believe. And I think that it gets really difficult when you know, people are like, well, your business is not politics. Like you should just stay quiet and it's just business as usual. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not like people are actively being hurt or harmed with this. And, you know, I, I just, I think it's hypocritical to want to work with people in these underrepresented and discriminated against minority populations and then to not speak out against when things are actively harming those groups. So for me, it really is just like making sure that I am being the type of business owner that I want to be. And I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm not like saying this is a perfect conversation around it, right? Like there could be other nuances in here that I'm not thinking about. But for me, with the type of people that I work with, like I want you to know that I got you, not just like sometimes, but like all the time. And I'm going to do what I can to advocate for your life being better when I hold a certain amount of privilege um, as a white female, you know? So I just really see that as a lot of the responsibility that I have with what I was born into. You know, it's it really is my job to speak up for people that can't necessarily do it for themselves. I mean, even thinking about like being a female, like I want people to speak up for me. <laughs> I, want, I want people to be like, uh, yeah, women should fucking have rights. Like my, my male counterparts, like I want them to do that for me as well. Um, because just knowing like, not, not saying like I'm not going to be taken seriously, but it really does matter when groups with more privilege do speak out against those types of things. So I'm not sure I would personally call that a hot take um, just because it, it really boils down to like, I'm working with human beings. Like we, the work that I do with people is so intimate. It's so intimate. And like the types of things that I talk about with people on calls, I do think it's important for them to feel safe in my space. And the way that I can do that is by showing people that like, Hey, I got you. Like, in, you know, in different, let's say I'm like talking with a friend and they say something, I'm going to be like, yeah, that's actually like not cool. Like I'm not just doing those things on Instagram. It's actually something that I, you know, I've had to had hard conversations with members of my family. Like the, these are things that really matter to me on a day-to-day basis. And I do think that like, for me, I just want to, you know, go to bed at the end of the day knowing like, yep, 
I've done what I can do. And I do think it is important to speak out and Again, I'm open to conversations on this. I'm open to, you know, there might be things that I'm not seeing. There could be nuances to this. But I just think it's important to have people know where you stand. And the second that somebody has to guess, like, that's just, for me, not not a welcoming environment. Um, I'll never forget a conversation that I had with somebody that is a trans activist saying like, if I have to guess if I'm welcome in the room, like I automatically assume that I'm not. So for me, that's, I think why I've been very vocal about it and saying like, you are welcome here. Like, I want you here. I, I got you. I support you. I think it's really important. So that is most of how I feel about that. I think, again, open to continuing that conversation. I think it's important because you know, not every business runs the same. There are certain, I think, regulations that might be in place for other business owners as well. But for me, just operating on like a, I'm the business owner standpoint, like I, it's kind of like we can refuse the right to provide service to anyone. I, I think that's kind of how I see it. And I want people to know who I am and what I stand for. So there's a follow-up to this question, which was a food that I'm loving these days. Great question. Okay, so kind of like what I mentioned with the I stopped running. Man, there's this has been a great year. So I feel like I've just like really dropped a lot around restriction because uh, it's just such a not a cool way to live life. And I was doing it for a very long time. Not necessarily in terms of like cal caloric intake, but... I think because I had such bad stomach issues for so long, like literally I struggled like in college, I, I woke up and immediately had a stomach ache the rest of the day. That led me down. I mean, I went vegan, I went vegetarian first, then vegan, then I went gluten-free and I was vegan and gluten-free at the same time, which you know, approximately equals zero foods that you can eat. Okay, this was back in you know 2012, 2013, when being vegan and gluten-free wasn't quite as cool, so there really wasn't too much available. And it has taken me a long time. I was paleo for about 10 years after that. And it's taken me a long time to recover from that mindset of foods are bad, you know, like thinking about like grains and legumes and adding a lot of those things back into my diet and back into like my food rotation. And I remember in 2020, you know, you remember the grocery store scene, not fun, not fun. But I remember being like, oh my God, I need to expand what I can eat because right now I can only eat like 10 things. And I was like, that's not going to be good. Like everybody's grabbing like canned foods and all of these things. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. Like, so this is going to be a thing, huh? Okay. So I should probably start experimenting with adding things back into my diet. And I have been really happy with the things that I've been able to add back in. So like a lot of grains, the gluten-free ones. So oats have been a big one. Beans have been a big one. And then also raw and A2 dairy. There's something about A2 dairy that is just like amazing. If you can't do dairy, try A2 or try raw. I am super sensitive to dairy, but I can tolerate both of those really great. So, I mean, I'd probably say a food that I'm loving lately. I know it sounds like really simple, but like, I feel like I've just come such a long way. Like looking back at the girl that like was afraid of oats, <laughs> like who is she? But I have been eating raw yogurt, raw, like whole fat. It's like 6%, I think, whole fat yogurt with granola. And I am obsessed. It's like this chocolate 
granola from Purely Elizabeth. It's so good. It's so good. I put some raspberries on there and it's like just so amazing. So I've been having that for breakfast with some eggs for extra protein because if I don't get protein in the morning in the a.m. I am hungry for the rest of the day. So it sounds simple, but I actually, I'm like so proud of how far I've come and just starting to release a lot of these behaviors that were really left over from college and not... I don't want to say like not knowing myself, but I think it was just like this overly restrictive side of me. And I was like, honestly, I just don't care about this anymore. Like as long as like, it's not messing up my body in terms of like digestion, I, do, I don't really care. Like I'm, I'm good. Like whatever it is, like I'll put it in and see how it goes. The one thing I really can't do, and I'm quite sad about this is onions onions mess me up big time. It's very sad. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, it's maybe because it's a FODMAP and it's like this specific type of, uh, I think it's like a sugar that is hard to digest. Apples are also FODMAPs as well as garlic. And I was like, oh, well maybe that's it, but I can eat apples fine. Garlic seems to be just fine. It's really just onions, which is such a bummer because I feel like things just tend to get a little, little flavorless without onions. But yeah, I've really been loving raw raw yogurt, A2 yogurt with granola. It's been like, honestly, like every time I eat it, I'm like, yee. like, I feel like a little kid. I'm like, this is so fun because I didn't have dairy for, man, it was like 12 years. So it's been really cool to bring that back and feel good with it. All right, last question. Love this question. Staying grounded during cart close phase of launch and what was my next level business launch strategy? Okay, love this. So I'll address the second part of this question because I actually have an entire podcast episode coming out about this, about the launch strategy behind Next Level Business. I have been recording updates. I actually just recorded an update right before I hopped on this podcast. I think there's going to be like six, seven, or eight different updates. And I have been recording different little snippets, like 10-minute audio clips from... I mean, it, like back in September, August, maybe like I have a couple from August, September along different points in the launch where I'm going over, this is my launch strategy. I'm starting the warm up phase. I just recorded one about the cart being open. So I'm really excited for that podcast to come out because I'm going to title it the launch diaries. Like it was, it was scary to record that because I was like, I have no fucking idea what's going to happen. This launch might flop. And here I am recording a whole podcast episode about it. You know, just being like raw, real and transparent over here. And, you know, it is turning out really well, so I'm happy about that. I'm happy that we actually have things to talk about inside of that podcast episode. But I'll be sharing a lot, a lot, a lot about the launch strategy inside of that episode that should be airing, I want to say, probably sometime in November um, after the launch of Next Level Business is done. If you listened to the episode where I talked about my month off of Instagram, it's going to be similar to that format, more of like real in the moment updates versus just looking back on what happened because I do think, you know, it's really important. There was actually one clip that I recorded for the Next Level Business launch where I had this freak out moment of like, what the fuck am I doing? I was like, oh my God, did I, I, I think I lowballed myself. And I was like freaking out about the price. And I, I got on, I literally just finished crying and I was like, okay, this is how I work through a freak out about the price. And I love it. I mean, honestly, I was like, 
these are the type of episodes that I want to listen to. I don't want to just listen to this like curated, like, yeah, I knew the entire time that it was going to go well. And like, we smashed it out of the park. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, you don't know it's going to go well until it actually happens, right? Like, you have no idea what's going to go on until it, it's kind of like, um, God, what is that saying? Like, I can't remember. But anyway, it's like, you don't know until you know. And then after that, like, I just, I think doing reflecting in the moment is really important. So I'm excited to, to share quite a bit of that, but okay, let's talk staying grounded during the cart close phase. So this is a fantastic question because apart from the warm-up period, the cart close phase in your launch is just crucial. Like I would say, you know, if we're going to like label them in terms of importance, I would say warm-up is number one. The last three days of your launch, number two important, and then the cart open date, third important. So all of these things together, like this is pretty high up in your list of priorities. And I really do think that being higher energy, this is the one time I actually told one of my clients this today. And I said, you know, I, I don't want you to override your nervous system. I don't want you to override your energy levels, except for the last couple days of the cart close phase. Like I, those are the days I want you to go hard. Don't let the ball roll off the court. Like you gotta, you gotta give it right. Like you never know what's going to happen in those last couple days. Launch miracles can happen, but you never know unless you actually go all out. Oh my God. It's like in cheer in second, in the second season when they're practicing going all out the entire time. And they do it so many times in order to get it perfect. It's similar to that, right? Like you have to, you have to see what you're made of. And in order to do that, you really have to be willing to go there. Like you have to, you have to put it all out on the floor and each launch you're able to learn a little bit more and more and more. And for me, what that looks like is, you know, making sure that kind of like what I mentioned in, in the earlier part of this episode is like pulling back a little bit and like making sure that I am pacing myself because six weeks is a very long time to, to launch. And I had two weeks of a warm up period and then kind of like, I, I guess I had like almost three weeks of a warm up period and then three weeks where the cart is open. So making sure like I have my calendar right here that I'm looking at and I've actually been tracking how many times that I've talked about my offer every single day. So like the, the day that the cart opened, I talked about it five times. That next day it was three times. Wednesday it was four times. And then I went down to once, twice, once. And then now I'm like ramping that back up a little bit. I think that's super important. If you aren't keeping track of how many times you're talking about your offer during a launch, I think it is absolutely crucial for your eyeballs to see that. Because if I were to, again, just like look back on this, I'd be like, yeah, I mean, I guess I talked about it a little bit, but like now I can actually count the numbers and I can actually see like, oh, okay. So like, no wonder you're tired. You talked about your offer 57 times in three days. Like it's, it's important to have that type of information. And then two, you know, if you're not getting the results that you wanted from your launch, you can look back and say like, did I actually talk about my offer enough? Yes or no. Instead of just saying like, I guess I feel like I might've, you actually have some numbers that you can put to that. So for me, what that looks like is, I mean, again, it's like exactly like my normal routine, making sure that I go to bed at a decent time. I guess I didn't mention that, but I do try to go to bed before 10 almost every night. I, I'm a sleep girly. I really like nine hours of sleep, like eight, 
doesn't cut it for me. I don't, I mean, maybe it's because I'm a projector. Maybe it's just because I'm 32, like, and I just like a little bit more sleep. But if I go to bed at 1030 and wake up at six, like, it's not, it's not great. Like, it's actually not enough sleep for me. So I try to go to bed relatively early. I try to make sure that I shut down screens relatively early as well, because that is super impactful. Like, I can tell, like, if I don't do that, my eyeballs just hurt the next day. And then it is super hard to get anything done. It's really hard to feel productive. I just, like, don't feel energized whatsoever. So my main, my main things are just sticking to what I normally do and then upping the amount of times that I talk about my offer and giving myself a break after that. Like knowing that like, okay, you don't have to like get on social media or get on stories or do things for a while after this. Like you can just take a chill pill. And that is why I am such a big fan of launching in the first place is because it creates that ebb and flow and it creates this situation where you can go hard and then pull back. And then you can go in waves and actually create cycles and seasons for yourself. So these were fantastic questions. Thank you to everyone who sent these questions in. And next week, I have a special episode for you because it's my four-year business anniversary this Friday, which is tomorrow if you're listening to the day that this episode comes out, which is absolutely wild. My first thought, because I have this written down on my calendar, my first thought looking at that was like, oh my God, I made it. I made it. I made it to four years. It's absolutely wild. I cannot, like, I cannot believe I've been responsible, solely responsible for my income for four years. This is my four-year date from when I went full-time for myself after I had put in my two weeks at my last job. And I am infinitely grateful, infinitely grateful for you, for being here, for listening to this podcast, for engaging with my things on Instagram, for joining my courses, for working with me. Like truly, I mean, I, I, I could not be here without you. So I am so thankful to you and I'm really excited to do a here's what I've learned in my fourth year of being in business episode next week. I think you're going to love it. I have some really great reflection points that I've thought about. And it's not just going to be your usual, like invest in yourself. It's just like not the type of info that we're going for. So I'm pumped to put that episode out. If you liked this episode, please be sure to leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It really helps me. And if you leave a review, you'll be entered to win a full-size container of Organifi Harmony, which is adult hormone balancing hot chocolate. I love this stuff. I have it almost every day and I'd love to give you a free container. All you got to do is either leave or update your review on iTunes. If you want to send this episode to a fellow entrepreneur, I would be eternally grateful. This really helps me. It helps grow the show as well. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next show. 